Hi, I'm Amber. I'm Melissa. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. This is part two of BTS's B Comeback. In episode 44, we talked about the album, our thoughts about the music, and overall concept. So if you haven't listened to that, you should check it out. This week, though, we are going to discuss other aspects of the comeback, like their performances, music videos, and some of their interviews. But we cannot go on and talk about this second part without saying congratulations to BTS for um, being nominated for the Grammy's Best Pop Duo slash Group Performance. And yeah, so congratulations to you guys. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Not that they're going to listen, but like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um. So, like, they did some videos for it, and we thought we could just, like, talk about it. Um, So, what did you think about their reaction video that BTS did for their nomination? First of all, I thought it was so cute. First of all, I'm so bad they actually had two different angles (laughs) for this reaction. (laughs) One of them was in color. One was in black and white. I was like, wow. But, honestly, watching it, I just felt so proud for them, which was so, it's so crazy how, like, they're so huge, but then, but I, I don't know, but it's like, I still think of them as, like, babies sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think of them as, like, a rookie group, even though I didn't even know them as a rookie group, but right. I don't know. It's just so, I don't know. I just felt, I felt so proud for them. Like, I had, like, a little tear. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I think I was so happy for them because I saw how happy they were. And, like, it was just, it was just, it was amazing to see, like, artists and artists, like, finally see, like, some like their work I guess all their hard work kind of pay off and mm-hmm. to see them as excited as they were like right in that moment I'm really glad that they share that with us yeah I think that like I don't know you mentioned how I don't know they like when they were reacting to it they just look like little kids that like mm-hmm. finally got what they wanted and it's kind of crazy because over the years like you you've always heard sugar say like Grammys 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 and then uh, when they performed at the Grammys, I was like, that's like a slap in the face. Like, they definitely could have been nominated for something. But, I mean, I'm so happy that they're going to get it now. Well, they were nominated now. I hope they get it. Look, I'm trying mm. to speak to the future. I know, right? I was like, do you, do you, do you know something, Amber? I, I feel it, and I believe it in my soul. So, I just automatically think they're going to win. That's that's all. We'll um, Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, although when I saw it, I was a little confused by V's reaction, mm-hmm. but I know in one of the interviews, he did mention that he was just so sh- surprised or shocked. I believe that's what he said. Like he, he just, no, I think he said he couldn't believe it. And so I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess that, I guess that makes sense because I, really, I was like, oh my gosh. And he was sitting there like straight face, like what in the world? <laughs> Yeah. So I thought that was crazy. And um after like after they won, they went on V Live and did like an after nomination V Live surprise for us. And so yeah, what did you think, Melissa? Um, I just remember thinking, I don't know, lately their V Lives for the past couple big things that have happened for them, I guess, have been mm-hmm. a little bit chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if they're just feeling like super comfortable or what's going on with that was a very chaotic V live. And I don't know, all I remember is Jungkook showing off his hair really. Mm. <laughs> mm. Like, okay, yeah, you got a haircut. Okay, you 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 think you grown. Okay. But it was so cute how they um 
like had they had the champagne and they like I think this was this this was the one I think where they had like the picture of sugar mm-hmm. and they were like and I think it was gin or I feel like it was gin I could be wrong to um like pretended to give sugar some champagne <laughs> and I was like what is going on <laughs> this? I don't know. it was so cute it was very cute and like it was just it, there was a lot going on and Facebook I mean again but basically the overall like feeling I got from the V Live was just that they were just very happy and they were mm-hmm. just very excited and yeah so it was very cute um yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It was very, very cute. Um, you mentioned them having a picture of sugar, and I thought it was funny. Like in the beginning, they were like, <laughs> they were talking about how, oh, he looks like he could be part of. He's gonna be part of a band when he gets older. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in the middle, they had like picked up his picture, brought it to the camera, and was like changing the angles to make <laughs> to make his face look bigger or his forehead look bigger. Uh-huh. And I can't remember who said it, but they were like, fix the picture, make him skinny again. And so they put the, the picture up right. And it was just like, this is just the BTS we know, but it's just so funny. Like, <laughs> And I thought, but I also thought it was really cute that they decided to incorporate him somehow into this. Because if you think about, like, I feel like over the years, he's been like the main one saying like, Grammys, Grammys, even though yeah. everybody else wanted to, but his he was like that's that's the goal Grammys and so I hope they get it I I I mean congratulations for being nominated yeah um they're up against some other um good artists but I don't know I I think I think BTS got this in the bag (laughs) I could be biased because I'm a fan I'm an army but I think they got this one so we'll have to see and they're the only like actual group I think that's nominated because I believe mm-hmm. the other nom- nominees are do we're literally like collabs. So, yeah, I don't know. I I guess we'll see. But I was just gonna say that um, when you were, you were talking about how they're always incorporating sugar, I thought I I think it's really nice that they do that because you know we all miss sugar. <laughs> Yeah, it's so like in all of the lives I've seen, there's like a cardboard picture cut out of him, mm-hmm. or um, they have a picture of him, or even with the performances that we're gonna talk about, I guess later. Um, I love that in their, you know how like after after they do the performances, they do like their little group photos, mm-hmm. and I've seen like on Twitter that they have like a little stand <laughs> of like sugar or like a little cardboard thing of sugar for all the group photos. <laughs> I'm just like, that's just the cutest thing. It's that's like he's adorable. not there, but he is there. It's so cute. Okay. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cute. I think that's one of the things that like I completely love about them is that even though someone's not there, they're there and they always acknowledge the fact that they're not there and try to incorporate yeah. them somehow. And so that's what I love about them. But so, yeah, congratulations, BTS, <laughs> for your nomination. You guys did it. Um, but moving on you talked about live performances so I think that's just like the best way to transition into talking about their be comeback and some of the other parts of it um so yeah we're going to start with um their American Music Awards performance 
Um, we're also going to talk about Good Morning America and James Corden. I mentioned these three because they did Life Goes On and Dynamite. So <laughs> we're going to talk about those. Um, so, Melissa, what did you think about the AMA performance? So at the AMAs, we that's where they debuted um, Life Goes On. Um, so I think I, we already knew that it was going to be, well, they debuted like the performance of Life Goes On, but I think we already knew that it was a slow song. So I wasn't expecting like choreography or anything like that. So, but I, just, I don't know. I just thought it was pretty chill performance. Um, you know, I, uh, at the, uh, Dynamite, you know, I, I wasn't the, the dynamite performance was nothing like truly like special or anything because we had already seen it like a million times already i mean it was a solid performance um they did great they looked great and i mean i think that's all i have to say really about the amas it was just a kind of a base i don't know not basic in a bad way but basic as in like there wasn't anything <laughs> extravagant or like super different about it from I other agree. performances if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was the first time seeing them do life goes on so I guess that was the exciting part of the whole of both performances but I don't really know but okay (laughs) um that's okay so you mentioned how you weren't expecting there to be choreography for life goes on I was expecting there to be choreography really yes but I think it's just because like um because they okay, so for the concert, um, for the Macaluso concert one, they had done choreography for Zero O'Clock, and that's a slow song. So I thought maybe they were going to do some for Life Goes On, but they didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, hmm? well, I mean, because I, I guess I also thought I wasn't expecting it because the video didn't give me that type of vibe. With zero o'clock, we didn't have anything, and I feel like there's a bit of a hop in zero o'clock there's a little bit of a hop in the beat so yeah. <laughs> i don't know so i just felt like the way that the video looks and the way that the vibe of the, the vibe of the song just that's why i wasn't expecting it but oh. i don't know but anyways <laughs> sorry go ahead i guess you know you have a good point you have like a solid point i guess i just love seeing them perform like dances and stuff yeah but yeah it's always nice i guess it's, it's refreshing to have them just like sing the song you know you don't see I mean the last time I saw that happen was when they were doing um when vocal line did truth untold truth the untold truth mm-hmm. um yeah that's the only time when I think I've ever seen them completely still and nothing happening um there's probably some other performances but that's the most recent one that I could think of but anyways um putting all that aside I did like how simple it was <laughs> Like, even though I was expecting choreography, I was, like, slightly disappointed that there wasn't choreography. But, like, as the performance went on, I did appreciate how simple it was. Um, And, yeah, I mean, same feelings with Dynamite. It was a Dynamite performance. (laughs) I liked the fireworks. They were nice. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Like, there was nothing spectacular about the AMA performance that I was just like, oh, my gosh, wow. You know, normally when they perform, like, there's something amazing about it. And to me, there wasn't. Now, I don't know if maybe I would be more 
I would have been more impressed with the Dynamite performance if they hadn't done so many performances of it already. So, yeah, that's what I had to say about the AMAs. <laughs> How did you feel about their um, Good Morning America performance? Um, I this is my favorite Life Goes On performance that they did. Um, and I loved how they sort of kept with like, because I think it was the same, it looks like the same set that they used for home. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I like the fact that they kind of, um, filmed it in the same sort of setting. Um, and, um, so, uh, to me, this felt like the on my table version out of the different versions of the music videos. Um, because you know what, there's a line in the sign of on my table that so, so, but um, I um, I thought that this that whole feeling of them just like in their pajamas and just like hanging out at home and is represented, you know, kind of what's going on, and then it was just really cool to see them sitting at the table with like all the food and that thing it looked like real food it looked like it was real food because B really drank that orange juice so um and I just thought it was very it was a very comfortable setting and so this was my favorite life was on performance well, probably because of the food because I really like food now that I'm thinking about it I just like things with food so maybe that's what's the, why it stood out to me but anyways yeah um and I think the again, you know, the dynamite performance. Um, I think this was the first one where they were just kind of just sitting. This was the first one I think that at least that I saw that um they didn't do the choreography. So I mean, I don't know, it was a different feel. It was a different vibe. But aside from that, the important the important performance of this of the both of them was Life Goes On one, anyways, because that was a new song. So. So I completely forgot about their dynamite performance that they did for Good Morning America. So I guess I kind of take back what I said about the AMAs that it was, I haven't seen them doing in a long time. So, cause they clearly did it um, previously, but um, well, I guess, I guess, well, the AMAs was before Good Morning America, but mm-hmm. I feel like they've, they've done it multiple, like sitting here, I was trying to think of like any other examples and I guess they did it, um, when they did the YouTube YouTube graduation thing, um, they performed a song. I think they were just like standing there or something. Oh, Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Anywho, moving on. Um, for me, I would say that the Good Morning America performance, um, like I said, I forgot about the Dynamite performance, but the Life Goes On performance though, um, you were talking about the table and I was just sitting here thinking like, I wonder if they put that in there because Thanksgiving was coming up. And so that was supposed to be like, you know, having like a little Thanksgiving dinner. Um, If so, that was really cute. I mean, it was just, I mean, everything they do is cute sometimes. So, yeah. How many times are we going to say cute in this? I don't know. (laughs) It's going to happen. There's going to be more cute in this because some of the stuff they do is just cute. Um, But I will say one part that stuck out to me was the, um, the snow scene from it um, with J-Hope. And I think I think V was sitting on the steps all kind of 
I could be mistaken, but I definitely remember J-Hope was in it. And I think it was nice because they were going throughout, like, the quote-unquote house. And it was like he was finally going outside where, like, we've been kind of cooped up inside for so long. And they were telling you, like, don't try to go outside. Don't do that. Like, it's not safe. And so for him to, like, just kind of go out there and be like, snow, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it was nice. Um, And I don't know... I don't know if that was supposed to be like representing how long we've been in quarantine. Like, because RM, oh God, here I go again. And RM, and part of it was like, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it was like tall grass and it was like kind of like a park setting. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminded me of fall. And then you go to J Hope and it's winter. And I don't know if that's kind of representing how life is going on no matter what's happening. Like the seasons are changing. We're we're gonna continue to live on. So yeah, that's how I felt about the Good Morning America wow. one. <laughs> so they I mean they did life goes on at many um at many of the shows. So um the next one we're gonna talk about is the James Corden one um so personally for me I feel like this was my favorite performance I don't know why I just really love the vibe of this one and um again they had they had snow in it I don't know what's up with me in snow maybe because it's like winter time maybe. I, <laughs> but I really loved it I love the little scene um their their Christmas scene with the Christmas tree and they were doing the gifts and stuff I thought that was really really cute um that was all for life goes on um for the dynamite performance um i liked it they they went through a series of different locations but they finally ended up on the set of um the late late show and i thought it was really funny when namjoon threw the pen up and he got ink on his hands and he was looking at it, and I know he was conf- like, he was like, "Oh my gosh!" I know in his head, it looked like it was on his face too. Like, uh, uh, and then he tried to play it off, like it never happened. Like nobody was going to see. And then he was in the back wiggling his hips. And in my head, I'm thinking, "So you're just gonna wiggle, wiggle your hips? Like, like we didn't just see you put ink all over your head? <laughs> you're just gonna wiggle your little hips, and it all goes." Away. It's a distract. It's a distract. I was like, okay, Namjoon, I'm gonna let you get away with it because you was grooving, but okay. <laughs> but that's all I had to say about the Late Late Show with James Corden. I don't even remember that part, so apparently the wiggling distracted me from the the <laughs> pen, the whole pen situation. So that would go back and see it. <laughs> wow. Um. So for life goes on, I really liked how this was shot. Because, cause like, it reminded me of home, like, with the different camera tricks that they were doing when they mm-hmm. did that performance. Um, it was very cute. And I love how the, and I love how they teased the second performance at the end. Because at the, at the time, you know, we didn't know that they were going to be there a second night. So everyone was like, wait, why is he, why is Jungkook by himself? What's going on? And I, I just remember being, like, all over social media. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, okay. What, I didn't. It didn't even register to me that maybe it could possibly be, be a second performance, um, but it ended up being a second performance. But anyways, I thought that was like a genius, like kind of marketing tactic, because everyone was talking about it on social media. 
like, okay, why is Jungkook sitting by himself? And then they came out and said that, you know, they're going to be here second night. They're going to perform Dynamite. Um, and I thought the Dynamite performance was such a huge flex. I mean, the fact that they were performing in a freaking, like, airport hangar, like, who else but BTS? Like, what, like, the, that's the power that they have now. Like, they're just performing, like, in empty stadiums by themselves, at palaces and stuff, in airport hangars. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was just like, wow, they're, they're doing the most. Like, even though I wasn't a huge fan, I'm not going to keep saying this over and over. But <laughs> even though the dynamic performances, I guess, were getting a bit repetitive, like, this was something that was at least different. And I really appreciated that. And I really loved the details um, as well. I love that they incorporated, like, um, the Late Late Show logo. And I thought it was really genius, again, about um, how they had Jimin kind of acting as James Corden, like, as, like, Papa Mochi or whatever. Because they had, like, you know, relationship, like, Baby Mochi, Papa Mochi, like, who else would be able to should pretend to be him than, the, than, than Jimin? Like, because of that relationship. It was just very cute. And, like, and I love... I also love... Okay, I feel like I... I was really excited about this performance. I don't know. I just loved all the... Like, because it was, like, they recreated, like, the Late Late Show set. And it made you feel like they were there. But they're not there. So. And it's, like... (laughs) I'm just excited for when they can actually, like, go on the road and come back to the U.S. and, like, actually go on these late shows again. I don't know. Anyways, because, like, I just, just, I was just sitting there, like, imagining them, like, actually, like, on the stage of the Late Late Show, and, like, ugh, it was, it was great. Anyways, I liked, I liked the James Corden performances, I guess, at the end of the day. Okay, so the last performance we're going to talk about is the Mellon Music Award performance where they did perform Life Goes On and Dynamite, but they incorporated Black Swan and On. So, Melissa, what did you think? What did I think? I thought I have a lot of things to think. Well, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this one, I, I was really excited that they were even going to be going to be doing the MMAs. I was so glad they were doing the MMA performance before we started like recording this episode because every year for the past like couple years, the MMA performances have always been like top tier. I don't know. So I was very excited for this one because they always go all out for the MMAs, and of course this year they went all out. Um, I loved ugh. first of all Jimin's like Black Swan solo from. When did they do it? The on the the one concert, Map of the Soul one online concert. Mm-hmm. I already loved it then, and so because I, I okay because I had heard like because there was something going on. There was a picture I guess circulating or about or like I guess a rumor kind of circulating about Jimin's hair um, on social media um, that it was blue and like oh that means he's doing black swan. I don't know how people made that like distinction mm-hmm. or made that connection like, because he has blue hair he's doing black swan. Not sure. But <laughs> they had but but I wasn't but even with that like I was expecting them to do the actual song Black Swan but they ended up just doing, you know, the dance break. Is that even what it's called? I mean, dance performance dance. dance performance i guess yeah and so i'm really glad they did that version but i was not expecting jungkook and jimin to do this subunit i was i was so shook i was just like oh my god and then you know 
afterwards, you know, the theory armies, you know, after some performance, I was seeing some of the theories because, you know, I'm not really a theory person. But last year's performance, Jimin did like his his symbol, you know, last year they all had like symbols. And so Jimin's was air because this one he was doing with the white sheet and spinning around in circles. And then Jungkook's symbol was like he represented like water. And then in this performance, it was water and air combined together. And I was just like, oh, it's, it's like it was it was perfect. It was just perfect. There was just so much about this performance. So that was one thing that I absolutely loved that subunit. And then just okay <laughs> a lot but the the hair they look they look uh, okay the hair i mean okay that's what i'm gonna say the hair just everyone's hair just looked really good i don't know the slip back hair i'm just i'm here for it i'm just i'm i'm here for it jimmy and jungkook slip back hair i was just it was a lot and then rm's like i don't know what it was like a silver hair mullet kind of thing going on i loved it I, I was I loved the looks for these performances um I really loved um the dance break okay 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 I really loved the dance break that they had in Dynamite I was not expecting that and I was really glad it made me really like Dynamite again and so I really loved the dance break um I love J-Hope's outfit in Dynamite I love this little jumpsuit. Um, it was just, it was a lot. Oh, I really liked, okay, I feel like I'm all over the place. I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place. But with the on performance, it was so cute how they left a space for Sugar at the end. Because I guess, I mean, that's his normal spot, I guess. But the fact that they left the space open for him, I was just like, oh, wow. I just felt like, Sugar was really missed about this performance, especially during his part in um, Life Goes On. And Jimin and Jungkook were just ad-libbing. I think everyone kind of um, ad-libbed and sang along, sort of harmonized with his part. Um, and so, yeah, I guess, like, overall, like, we, I really kind of miss Sugar during, these perform- during this performance. Um yeah, okay. That's all I had to say on <laughs> There was just so much going on. There was just a lot. It was just a lot. And it it was just so well executed. And the tie-ins to everything. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to stop talking cuz I probably have more to say after you start. So, sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. Like that's one thing that I really loved with some of the performances is how they always left space for sugar like I feel like when I've watched other artists, and I don't know if they've done this in the past, but when I watch other artists and they're missing a member, they normally don't leave a space. They just kind of rework the choreography to mm-hmm. make it make it look like there's not someone missing. But they were like, "Forget that. We're gonna keep a space for him. Like, we're gonna we're gonna remember that he's like he's here. I mean, I sound like he died or something. He didn't die, but like." <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, I love the fact that they left that for him. And, um, yeah. And, oh, my God, this performance. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm going to start from the beginning. I wasn't sure where to start from. <laughs> I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, so that, that's what I thought. I agree with you. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like, I'm relitting. 
going this in my head right now. I agree with everything you said, Melissa. And I will say when I when it first okay, so with Black Swan, when it first opened, I was like, oh, okay, Jimin, yeah, he's gonna do the performance because that's what he does for Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Then they start getting closer, and I'm like, his hair look a little different. Wait, I'm like, that's Jungkook. <laughs> what in the world is happening right now oh my gosh and then I was like okay 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 so there's Jungkook okay so is the rest of the guys gonna come out no no up pops out of nowhere Jimin and I was like where did he come from and why do I like this performance so much oh my gosh I was like oh oh they took me on a roller coaster ride with that one um oh my god you guys you if you guys can you should watch this performance it's so good um the on performance i don't there was something about that on performance they just look so like strong i don't even know if strong is a good word like they just look so like tough like i guess that goes with the vibe of the song because i was just about to say they look like (laughs) yeah bring it on like we can handle this (laughs) yeah but i don't know i just I don't, it was just something about that. Like the vibe of that on performance was like, yes. Mm. And then here comes Dynamite. And I'm be honest with you. Like I really, Dynamite wasn't really my favorite song. And I'm kind of sick of them performing it sometimes. And then they pop up with this version. And I'm like, uh, well, I might not hate it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not, good. It's not that bad. <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> and then they had the dance break, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Slow down, you guys. You're giving me too much at once. You're giving me <laughs> too much at once. <laughs> and I think my favorite part of the breakdown was when J Hope had, like, I would, what I would like to say is like a little Michael Jackson moment, and he put the hat on his head. But like, Jungkook was behind him and he was like putting his hands and he was like outlining his body and I was like oh my gosh this is so good and then like if you paid attention in the back during that part with the hands the members were like stepping out and stepping back in and I was like yeah. oh my gosh it's so good <laughs> best performance ever <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so simple like oh the members popping up and we're just like no it's a whole vibe I'm hot <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> okay okay I'm done yeah. I'm done fangirling I'm done is there anything else you want to say Melissa no the MMA's they, they never disappoint at the MMA performances no, they don't oh, I can't wait till next year Since we recorded the episode, Big Hit has uploaded a clearer version of the MMA performance, so we thought we would get some additional thoughts since we can now see all the cool little details and really see what was happening. And also what has occurred is the Mnet Asian Music Awards, aka MAMA, um, BTS performed there, so we thought it'd be cool to give our thoughts on that performance. So Melissa, what did you, or what were your additional thoughts on MAMA? Not mama, MMA. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, after being able to see it a bit clearer, I really um, 
I really liked the, the sub. I felt like okay, because I think before I was focusing more on because when you first because it was a little bit blurry. So I think before I, the only two that I could really see pretty clearly were Jim and Jungkook's parts, but um, with the clearer version, I got to see like more detail of the different subunits that they had, and I just really liked that idea that they that they 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 had paired the different members together because you had Aram and Jen they were being lifted up by the dancers and they just all looked like pretty like ethereal so that part was really cool because they had Aram and Jen and then they also had V and J-Hope do their dance part so that part was cool and also the slow-mo I didn't really notice it too much in Jimin and Jungkook's performance but I definitely saw it in Aram and Jen's performance mm-hmm. when they were when I think it was like I can't remember which one was like jumping over and this and I was like oh wow that's pretty cool so anyways that was, that was cool and just I guess overall I just love the contemporary elements um that they had at the beginning because the dancers also did an amazing job I don't think I said anything about the dancers last time we talked about this first recorded episode but watching it again they did an amazing job they did the dancers and like all of the acrobatics and and it really did well with, like, I was trying to figure out how best to describe it. But, like, they kind of, like, melded with the members. Mm-hmm. Especially when they did the formation, lifting Jin up, like, towards the end. I thought that was very cool. Um, and I also didn't even, it didn't even, I haven't seen the On music video in a while. Um, and I completely forgot how in the beginning Jen is like saving like a, a bird or something like that and so because I, I remember watching the black swan black swan one I was like what is that is that a bird that he's releasing but I didn't really get the connection but now that I remember that there was a bird in on in the beginning of the music video it makes sense now as to why Jin was like freeing a bird or releasing a bird at the end of the black swan part that we saw which was a great segue into on um and that's all I wanted to add because I think at the time I was just kind of overwhelmed with everything that was going on yeah (laughs) I agree (laughs) it was a lot so you guys would have heard that before so like I was freaking out um but I agree with everything you said um I think with being able to see everything a little clearer, I it allowed me to notice that um, V and J-Hope kind of did like the same move they did in DNA. And I thought that was like really cool. And it was nice to um, have a clearer image, I guess, of how they incorporated ARMY into like one of the segues. Um, and I think what another piece that was really cool that I didn't get to mention before was that... Um, they had I don't know what you want to call it like this continuous line and it did all the lines from the love yourself album and it even went into um into doing the persona the map and soul persona logo that was on the front of the cover and so I thought that was cool it just kind of felt like they were kind of tying everything together and I don't know for Mm -hmm. a while I feel like I don't know this is the first time where I was able to understand the connection because usually I'm sitting here trying to come up with a theory and this one I was like oh, okay this makes sense so um yeah so that was just like my additional thoughts for the MMA performance um was there anything else you had to say 
Mm, no. Okay. So we're going to move on to the mama performance. What did you think, Melissa? Um, so with the mama performance, um, I definitely saw how they incorporated more CGI elements in this performance than they did at MMAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the large scale, I guess, like how large, I was trying to figure out how best to describe that as well. But I guess it was just very grand for the on performance. And they did it at um, Seoul World Cup Stadium is what it had said. And I mean, just good. It just when I saw it, I was like, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> They're performing <laughs> renting out stadiums and stuff like, and like this. And they had cheerle- Oh my gosh, that's like the cheerleaders. Yeah, cheerleaders. They had like acrobat, acrobatics, and acrobats. Acrobats. I think they're called acrobats. They had trailers and they had acrobats. When they were do before they did, oh, I don't. They also did um like the little the dance breaks. Each each member, I think, right, had their own sort of dance break moment. Um, and for one of them, they had like there were some guys like flipping around while they were dancing, and I was like, wow, this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I also loved how they did in the beginning they started off with the BTS symbol formation like the marching mm-hmm. band members were in the BTS form uh, formation and then at the end they made the army formation um, so I thought that was a very interesting detail um, and I thought okay I mean I didn't really want to talk too much about like how they looked or anything but I really loved these white outfits that they had and on it just looked, it was, I think this, 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 these outfits and the ones that they had for um, Map of the Soul 1 concert are my favorite, like, looks that they've done for On. And, but this was, this was, this was just amazing. It was, there were so many people and it was just so much. Um, for Dynamite, I think I preferred the Dynamite performance from the MMAs but I really like V's red suit <laughs> the V <laughs> red suit really stood out to me in this performance um and I was a little bit confused because I feel like in Dynamite was one of they had a lot of like C- CGI or a lot of transitions in this one um than they did in the last then in the MMA ones um and it looked like they had some sort of real, I don't know if it was really like fireworks, but they had like, you know how like in concerts they kind of have like, like bursts of like, it's not fireworks, but it's like fire. I don't really know. Fake how to say fireworks? It. Like CGI fireworks? I think, I think they had, it looked to me like they had like CGI fireworks, but they also probably had like um, something coming out of the stage that was real as well. Is what it looked like to me, like the drones. No, no, it was like it was like. Uh, well, anyways, anyways, it was a good stage. <laughs> um, but and then oh, okay, and then for the last, I guess, part of the mama performance, um, for life goes on. I liked this one at the mama's at the mamas more than the one at the MMAs. Um, uh, I, the set was so good. I'm pretty sure those were statues and not like real people. 
not until I think the real people didn't come on until everything went colorful um, towards the end of the song. But I really like this performance because it was very timely because he showed people like with the mask on and that's kind of a lot of people's um, realities right now going out and about. And so I, and then they all looked just they all just looked very ethereal in like their white outfits. Um, and the Yungi, okay, Yungi's hologram. Uh, it was interesting. It did look like him. I think it was, I was a little bit, I mean, I thought it was interesting that they were trying to be creative in how they could still, I guess, bring him into the performance, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, he's out. But I also thought it was kind of strange because I was like, this is the first time I think I've ever seen a hologram of someone who was still alive at a performance because usually they do that when someone has passed away. Um, so I thought that was interesting, but I thought it was very creative, and and I guess I really and especially with the on performance and with the whole that whole hologram situation, I felt like they really kind of they're really like really exploring different ways of using computer generated technology, and it's very interesting. Um, how far technology is going and con- as continues to grow because the, the CGI and I don't know I'm kind of backtracking but the CGI and on in the beginning when Jungkook um, was blew the horn I guess and there was like something with thorns or something and a hand came out of the ground mm-hmm. it looks so realistic it looks really great um, and anyways I think that's all I had to say um, right now I agree with everything you said. Basically covered everything that I was uh, thinking too. Um, but I would say, okay, so you mentioned the people. I think that was real people. I think those were like the real dancers because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, there was CGI people. And then it got closer and I was like, I think that's just regular people with paint all over them. Like with like body paint on them. Hmm. Um, oh. Oh, no, I mean, because I, I, they may have been. They may have been. Just the reason why I thought that maybe they were not real people is because they didn't blink or move or anything. And and maybe they're just super, very talented. Maybe it's true. It's true. It could have been real people. Anyways, go ahead. But that's why I thought, because I was looking at the eyes. I was looking at the eyes, and they didn't move at all. And so, I don't know. But anyways, okay. But I do like that concept of having, like people still like frozen because it's kind of like yeah like you can't really do anything but like you're still trying to live a life but like everything mm. is kind of on like pause right now so I thought that was cool um I like the performances um like you said I really did like the white outfits they gave they gave me like the true marching band feel especially mm-hmm. when Jimin he reminded me of I want to say he's the drum major like the ones that carry the stick when he was Mm -hmm. trilling it around that's what it reminded me of i was like oh he must be like the drum major leading them in i was like cool um (laughs) so yeah um i think for the dynamite performance i liked how like um i don't know what they were i don't know if you want to call it like a balloon or like a air tent i don't know but whatever it was it was like the quote-unquote ceiling came apart and it just revealed the whole new set 
And um, although both sets were very colorful, I mean, for Dynamite, all of their performances, both the time they're colorful because, like, that's the vibe of the song. So um, I thought that was interesting. I feel like they're getting more creative as time goes on because they're like, well, people can't see the same thing over and over again. Like, at first, it's like, cool. But now you're like, okay, now you got to up yourself each time. So um, I really like that. I have no idea who came up with the sugar hologram idea but um so for the sugar hologram I was wondering who thought of like the idea of making sugar a hologram because (laughs) because like it it was just weird to me because like you mentioned Melissa like most of the time you see that for people that are are dead so (laughs) I was like, what in the world is it? So it kind of made me feel kind of off because in my mind, when I see that, I'm like, oh, this person's not here anymore. But it's like, no, Shugga's well alive. He just had um, shoulder surgery. So like, that's it. So I don't know. I mean, it was creative and it was a great way to incorporate him instead of having like holding a picture of him on stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was, um, it was just interesting. Like, I think maybe if I didn't associate holograms with people that are gone, I think I would have enjoyed it a little more. Same. But it's just the the association like threw me off. But um, it was a creative use of technology, and I think for me, I was curious what, like you were mentioning the little like, like what are they called? Like a thorn claw monster thing type. I don't know what it, vines. Vines was it vines? I don't like thorns. Okay, so thorns. In the beginning, it was like fear, and then like the thorns, and then like it closed. And I don't understand like what, how does that relate to anything? So I, I don't know. I wasn't sure if you had an idea or if there was any. I don't. Mm. They never know. Oh, or is it a hint to a new album? They just released a new album. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> because they've done that before, where like yeah. they've given us little hints prior. And then we're like, oh, snap. In this performance, it was from this. So, yeah, yeah I was wondering if that was it. You never, you never know. They, they, they probably will, will release something next year, maybe. True. Next year is right around the corner, so. Yeah. But, yeah. So, did you, did you have anything else to say about Mama? Or um, anything, really? Yeah, I think I have uh, one thing, one thing I guess I want to say that was BTS related um, about the Mama Awards was I thought it was so cute when they won, they won for album of the year and Mm -hmm. they called Yoongi on the phone to accept the speech. And I thought that was just the cutest thing. I think that's the first time that I've ever seen anyone accept an award like over the phone, like Mm -hmm. I, that was just the cutest thing and I was like oh my god like I don't know that they, they really are seven like I don't know <laughs> I don't know I just thought it was that was so cute um and they were just all smiling I mean they were wearing masks but like you tell like by their eyes that they were like smiling yeah and that was a very cute moment it was I mean you don't see that often it's like he's he's like, like I feel like, like we've said a lot like he's there but he's not there but he's there so yeah it was really cute yeah okay so those were additional thoughts so now back to the episode you guys watch it if you can um but we had talked about that we 
fully fangirled over this so we are just you know we're gonna we're gonna move on you know we're gonna talk about the music videos and they came out with um four versions of this (laughs) they had the original one that they you know put out and then they had an in the forest version um pillowcase version and then like an arrow version um so yeah melissa what did you think (sighs) okay um (laughs) let's calm down from the last segment um so i think last in the last uh, in, in the last episode, I guess that we talked about the B album, we kind of talked a lot about the regular version. Um, but I personally just feel like every version had its own different feel, its own different vibe. But um, and I think last time you, you last time you did say that you liked the, the pillow version, um, but I hadn't seen it as yet. And after watching it, that is also my favorite. Um, it just felt again just very super comfortable and the pillow fight I thought was so cute um <laughs> um and yeah that was my favorite version but I really like the in my in the in the, my forest in the forest I really like the in the forest um version and I was wondering if they shot it maybe when they were doing in the soup mm-hmm. because it looked like and the reason why I also said that is because I guess I think I remember I may have seen some sort of video or something a few months ago when they were, um, you know how they were documenting kind of the process of making this album. And I remember there was, I think, a video of Jungkook and V meeting with the director, the music video director, I guess, or one of the directors. um, But anyways, and they were talking about how, oh, we're going to go on this trip you know for in the soup and we may um we don't have much time and they were thinking about blocking out like a day or a few hours or something like that just to record and so I'm wondering so that's why I was wondering if they did it while they were in the soup yeah I thought all that while I was watching this video Mm -hmm. um but um that one was nice too that one felt very um chill as well but yeah and there is one more version I think that is coming out so we're not sure when it's gonna come out the the army version one mm-hmm. um but yeah there's a lot of versions of this video but we expected that from the beginning so yeah so first of all i want to make a correction i said pillowcase i don't know why i said pillowcase version it's the on my pillow version uh. <laughs> oh <laughs> there were pillowcases yeah i maybe but... it, whatever anyways okay. Um, there were a lot of these versions but I will say I know I mentioned in part one that I really like the pillow on my pillow version um, better than the original one but I really like the um, like an arrow one and I know it was just mm. like a slideshow basically of like stills but like I don't know there was something nice about it I don't know I don't know maybe it was like the black and white pictures the pictures were nice but anyways I just really like that version um I was also wondering the same thing that you were about the in the in the forest version if they did that when um they did in the soap soap um so yeah that's what I have to say I'm wondering this will 
I'm just wondering. I feel like there's like a deeper meaning to these different versions because mm-hmm. I'm because I feel like I'm not very good with like theories and stuff. But I'm wondering if the like an arrow one is like because in some of the teaser photos they were actually the pictures or in the album photos maybe not the teaser photos I think it's the album photos um where they had pictures of them with cameras so mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this is the version of them like documenting their lives during this time and I mean the pictures were, were really nice because it was just them kind of hanging out and them playing around and them just like in their daily lives so maybe that's what the point of that one was because at first I was like it's just a slideshow (laughs) (laughs) looking at it again and looking at like the pictures maybe that's and that was the connection to like the album and why they were all had pictures of themselves with cameras and so I made that kind of connection in my head um yeah I think that was that's that's yeah all I was gonna say about that I was just wondering if um how the different versions kind of like connect together link together I guess so kind of going off of what you're saying I was wondering why they chose to use song lyrics to define each of the versions um and I kind of get um, like the forest and the or or my pillow one, like. But I'm trying to figure out what the what the significance of like an arrow is to the slideshow one. Um, I don't know. I'm just interested in seeing because they've never done that before. So I'm very curious as to why they're doing it. So if anyone knows or has a theory, let us know because I would love to hear what you guys think. Um. So yeah. Moving on then to some of the interviews. They did many interviews. There's so many, but we just we're just choosing to talk about three that we found kind of interesting. Um, so we're gonna talk about the mini masterclass one, their second second interview, and the late late show with James Corden. So Melissa, what did you think? So um for the mini masterclass. Um, this was part of the Grammy Museum Experience Series for musicians young and old. I um, I thought it was, it was, to me, this was interesting just because, I don't know, personally, I feel like I learned a lot more about them and their music taste than I knew. I mean, I think I always knew that they had, like, kind of different music tastes. So I, I don't know, but. I just thought, like, I was not expecting for J-Hope to say that he liked the Doggy Style album by Snoop Dogg. I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. This is very specific. And I was really interested because I think the question was, some, it was I think the, the question that I thought was interesting, I think the host had asked them about uh, what's their, like, favorite, like, pre-2000 album that they, that inspires them. Like, I knew RRM was going to say something about mm-hmm. hip-hop. Because that's all he really talks about in terms of like inspiration, um, in interviews. But I was not expecting J Hope to say anything about Doggy Style and Snoop Dogg and the V. Well, okay, the I I always I mean I knew that V kind of had like more of a jazzy type of style, and he likes from what I've seen from what he shared. It seems like he likes like singer songwriter 
type of mm-hmm. music. Um, but I was surprised that he said music soul child. I was like, oh, because he doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't really share black artists' <laughs> recommendation, music recommendations, or like that's like that's that's like that's really like that's a soul like he's a soul singer he's a he's a neo soul mm-hmm. singer and so i thought it was very interesting that and it's also interesting that rm recommended the album i think i just want to sing i think it's the album that he recommended by music soul trial to um v um so that was interesting um v was also a little bit of a comedian during this interview which i thought was interesting and I guess because the topics were kind of serious, not serious, but it was a bit more of a serious format. Like, it's not like a late show mm-hmm. type of show, you know? And so I thought it was really funny how they asked, I think the question was, so what's something that inspires you? It could be music or a book or something like that. And V was like, there's this book called I Am Home, <laughs> but I still want to go home. And he only read the cover. <laughs> it was like, it was like it's filled with so many messages, but like, so you read the cover and you know everything about the book okay so I thought that was cute it was cute how he was kind of like a little bit of like the comic relief in this interview which I thought was interesting everyone was getting I mean like I think Sugar Sugar gave like workaholic answers because I think one of the questions was what are some what was the question it was something about how it was something about like, what are some tips or tricks or something that that like will make you like a better artist or something like that? Or like, what's I think it's like what traits or qualities um, do you need to like succeed? I guess in the in their industry. And I think he's had mentioned like perseverance, but he also said something about how you know as you make more songs, the better you are at them. And I was like, of course he would say that. And I think he's the only one who really said something like that. Um, but I thought that was interesting. So I thought this was an interesting interview. I agree. Um, I agree with everything you said. Um, I, I don't, well, except for the fact that I I wasn't shocked that J-Hope said that Doggy Style was his favorite album. I don't know. He just gave me those vibes. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, he did like chicken noodle soup yeah. too, so I guess I shouldn't have been too surprised. Actually, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, but. um, I also did think it was funny that V V only read the cover, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he just talked about how great the book was, and he's just like, yeah, I only read the cover. <laughs> And I thought that was really funny. Um, so other than the stuff that you mentioned, I would say one of my favorite moments out of the um, interview was when they had a army ask the question. I think she asked a question along the lines of um, how do they make sure to keep the signature BTS sound in I think like a changing music or when they're trying to make new music or try different genre. It was something along mm-hmm. those lines. And um, yeah. I love how RM answered, like, like answered and explained how they try to do that. And that even if they're not sticking to, like, they're not really trying to, I guess, stick to a certain sound, but they try to put themselves in the music. So no matter what genre or, or like, different, you know, when they try to do something new, no matter what it is, it's still 
in his opinion, I guess in his opinion, is like still a BTS sound. And if you look at it that way, then that is true. I mean, if you put your heart and soul into it and you put your thoughts and you give your opinion, it's going to be you. So it's technically like your sound kind of. So I thought that was interesting because I know I've talked about how I missed the BTS sound lately or whatever. And I think looking at it from that perspective, then I guess you're not really missing out on the sound. It's just a new BTS to you. So I really liked that part um, of the masterclass. Mm. So, yeah. Um, what about their seven second interview? Um. So the things that stood out to me, there were a couple of things that stood out to me in the seven second interview. Again, you know, I love this um, seven second interview series that they've mm-hmm. been doing this year. Um, and I and and I think I've mentioned how before how like I like it because they don't ask them just they don't they're not just asked questions like about the song or whatever uh, album that they're working on. They're just like random questions, too, sometimes, which is really cute. Um but I thought it was interesting how they mentioned, and, th- and they talked about this before, how, like, there's a couple of songs that are on the B album that are supposed to be on mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I think it was Stay that, Stay is, I think, Jungkook's song, and Blue and Gray is V's, I guess, sort of song. And it's interesting how they both said they're going to be on mixtapes. And, like, the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, so when are these mixtapes exactly. coming out? Because hmm? they've been talking about this for, like, over <laughs> a year now. Like, it's been a very long time but anyways that was something that stood out to me like oh supposed to be in the mixtape when 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 (laughs) anyways okay um and then i was thinking when they were asking about the choreography for life goes on they asked him to make up some choreography. And I just remember thinking when Jin when Jin did his part, I was like, oh, he should have did the choreography. Cause like I don't because like he always has like innovative, like different like mm-hmm. choreography. Like because I was thinking about like Spinebreaker and and one of the ending stages that I saw a while ago. Wow, I'm just like pulling out like random things out of my head right now. But there was an ending stage, I think, for spring mm-hmm. day, I wanna say. And they had Jin, they, they did like Jin's like ending choreography. I was like, oh, he should have, <laughs> like, uh, he should have the choreography. Cause like, it was just, it was so cute. Um, and then Sugar's Acrostic poem I thought was funny. There were a couple of moments that I thought were like just funny. Um, um, Sugar's Acrostic poem for Life Goes On. And the only thing he got to was that he appreciates ramen. And I was like, same, <laughs> same. <laughs> Like, what more needs to be said in seven seconds? Life goes on. Ramen. I mean, when you're down and you're hungry and whatever, what do you have to do? Ramen. I mean, <laughs> that, that is so true. Um, and then one of the questions was, <laughs> one of the questions was, um, they asked Jen, what do you need right now? And he was like, oh, I want a barbecue grill and I want to put some meat on there. And I wouldn't take a bite. And that's all he got to say. And I was like, like, there's just so passionate about food. Like, food does help you go on. And that's the message mm-hmm. that I got <laughs> from the second, one of the messages, I guess, that I got from the seven second interview. But yeah, I don't just, I guess sometimes 
these interviews can be like kind of serious and like almost kind of repetitive in their answers like oh you know thank you army i really appreciate army and i really love doing music and i don't know so some so i guess the, some of the things that i pick up on lately are the things that i don't know they're just a little bit more fun and not just like them saying the same thing I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it shows that they're grateful. They are grateful for where they are now and how much success they've gotten. And they are thankful to their fans. But I don't know. I just like hearing them talk about other things, too, sometimes. And that's why I like the seven second interviews. <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I thought, I don't know. I like these two because, like you said, it's different questions. Because when they go on, like, regular interview shows, it's always the same question. And it's just like, give me more. I want to know more about them. And so you get to kind of get a little bit of them um, in these interviews. Um, I will say that um, when they did ask them to, like, make up choreography for it, I liked Suga's little point dance because... He, he really didn't do anything. <laughs> he just pointed left and right. <laughs> and, he, and it's just like the way he did it, he just sat back. He was like, all right, I did it. <laughs> he yeah, was so nonchalant. I mean, that's sugar. Like, it's like whatever he does, he's just like, yeah. hmm, I did it. And so, <laughs> I mean, I really love that about him. And then I think what another question that stuck out to me was, um, what do the members say to you the most? I believe that's the question. Um, and Junko's mm-hmm. answer, he was like, I just keep hearing, JK, 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 JK. <laughs> and it was just so funny because it's like, that's his name, but it's not his name, but it is his name. <laughs> and they keep calling it. And it's just like, I wonder why they call him so much. Why are they saying JK so much? <laughs> it's just so funny to me. <laughs> I'm it's crazy because I'm just sitting here like why is that the only thing that you remember that like do they really that's what I was that thinking like, I don't know. but I don't know that's 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 the baby of the group Sue well I mean he's not a baby anymore the man's 23 or 24 well, he's 20 23 like international 23 age and then 24 mm-hmm. okay yeah okay that's what I thought yeah. sometimes I can get a little confusing um but yeah that's basically all i have to say about the seven second um interview uh so moving on to the lately show with james corden i think my favorite moment out of that entire thing is which i always love when they go on the show was jemin and um james james interaction about um papa mochi you know and so they always do that and I thought that was really cute and yeah so that's what I thought about it it was a good it was a good interview (laughs) it it was sad I will say like watching some of these like watching some of the interviews and like watching some of the performances I will say I really miss Suga being there like you I don't know like with them when a member's missing like you really feel it and so it was like although it was a good interview I was like oh I miss Suga so (laughs) yeah and I wonder, I was just wondering if, if he's also, like, like I guess, in the forefront of our minds, like, because they just got nominated for a oh, Grammy. Yeah. And, it's like, everyone knows, if you know BTS and you know Suga, you know that's, like, been a goal of his for mm-hmm. ever. And so I'm just wondering if that's also why it's, like, 
I mean, they also also have, they also have like cardboard cutouts and <laughs> pictures of them everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> can't help but realize I was like, missing. Um, so, but yeah, my favorite part of the late late show was the was Jim and calling out James on basically not listening to the new album because I think one of the questions was you know what's your favorite song and he was like dynamite like bro the song came out how long ago and Jimmy was like well when you listen to our album (laughs) you'll know that we talk about our lives during this time over the past few months in this Mm -hmm. pandemic and I was just like wow he really called him out like he called him out but it was so nice it was so nice about it um yeah those that was my favorite moment from that interview and yeah okay well those were our thoughts on bts's live performances and interviews in this part two of their b comeback um please let us know what you thought of the performances and the interviews and the music videos um what was your reaction when you saw them reacting to their Grammy nomination, um, let us know. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore A on podcast. Um, the links are in the description. And if you like this episode and you want to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, we would like to thank you for listening. Thank you. We hope you stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.